So get used to it, lean into it, quit running from it, quit running from the pain, lean into it, and go to work till you become undeniable. Welcome to the upbeat. Look at the zags are it for Zag Awesome. What's up, man? <laughs> Dude, that right there, I'm all with that intro right there. That is fresh. <laughs> that is unique. That is all you, brother. Kudos. I love it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And yeah, everyone listening in right now. Uh, Zach Babcock actually was on the show on Upbeat about three years ago, which is crazy. Just time flies, um, but very excited to have him back and lots has changed in our lives. And obviously we're going to keep it fresh with like the Upbeat motivational content. But Zach, thank you very much for coming back on the show. Appreciate it. I appreciate you having me here, man. And I just want to say, man, three years goes by really fast, man, really fast. It, it really does. And you're just going to jump right into it. But in the episode that we were on before, something you said that I wanted to dive deeper into, what does winning look like to you? What does having it all look like to you? What do those questions mean to you? And how can, how can others benefit from that? Dude, I'm so glad that you asked me that. And this is so cool that that's a follow-up question from our first interview three years ago. Because like today, I still believe in that more than ever is knowing what the winning is to you. What does that mean? What is that definition? What I mean by that, man, is so many years people go by and they're, they're living other people's definition of success, meaning they're doing all the things or they're building the business or whatever, but they're building something that they don't even care to build. And they're just doing it just to do it, to, to do it, to win. All right. I'm, I'm here to tell you, man, I, I, shut down my podcast agency, all that, and, and and dove all in on what I'm doing now, which is what I truly love doing. And went to all in on the coaching because I truly love helping people get past their limiting beliefs, see past their limiting beliefs. And yet I wasn't doing that with the podcast production agency. It became more about a money thing and numbers and just trying to do it to be the best agency there was just to be, you know, win the dick swinging contest. But there was no fulfillment, man, dude. And I was so, that's what it was, dude. There was no fulfillment, dude. Like I was miserable. Like we would be smashing all these goals and just kicking, kicking complete ass. And I'd be like on top of the world for 20 seconds, like, yeah. And then I'd be like, what's next? What's next? It was never enough. Nothing was never good enough. And so what does winning look like to you? Well, I'll tell you exactly what it looks like to me. It looks like me spending as much time as I possibly freaking can with my family, meaning like anytime I got the chance and opportunity to go hang out and do something with my family, I'm taking it. All right. I will get back to work later. I will do this thing later, but I'm taking my chance with my family right now while my kids are this young because I ain't never going to get that time back, period. So that's what winning looks like to me, number one is being there, showing up, being the the example, coming up. I'm not perfect, but being a good example of what a man should be to my sons and a good example of how a man should treat his wife to my daughter, daughters, that shit is winning to me. Being able to do those things and be present in the moment, having great health all the way around the board, uh, doing things that I love doing, you know, that that's, that's winning to me. So at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what other people deem successful is because you only got one life and why sit there and spend it doing shit that you hate and that, that doesn't fill you up. Do shit that lights you up in life. All right. I'm done with a long winded answer. You just got me fired. Question. <laughs> no, I love it, man. And really what it comes down to is like 
what people are truly passionate about, you know, and being something cool that you said, kind of a principle in there is to be self-aware enough to know when you're doing something that isn't in line with what's going to really fulfill you and, and to make those pivots. And also something cool is like, you know, from someone listening in and, and seeing all the things that you've done, like you are a true success. You've done some really incredible things and you still have these little things that are considered, you know, quote unquote failures or things that are pivots or things that are lessons learned and then moving on to the next thing. But you had that self-awareness to know like, hey, in this agency, <laughs> I'm not truly doing what what fills my cup, you know. And so I think that's a really inspiring message for anyone listening with whatever is on their path right now. They could have something that they just, they need to make that pivot and they need to jump more into what makes them happy. You know, what's crazy about that, bro, is had you told me this advice that I just gave three years ago, I'd have been like, dude, that's the cheesiest, most cliche, wishy-washy advice I've ever heard. Everybody's saying that shit stuff, right? Follow your passion. Do some, find your passion, combine your passion and your purpose and do that and the money will follow and yada, yada, yada. Bro, <laughs> yeah. I, I, used, I used to snap when I hear stuff like that because it's so cliche and everybody says a bit, bro, from experience now. Like I was completely miserable. I had the money and I did, I had all the success. I was doing all that. I did everything that they said I would never do, period. And it still wasn't enough. And I tell you now, man, you know, you can go and build anything and will your way and make money doing anything in the world. You literally can. You could find something that you absolutely hate doing and figure out a way to make money with it. And you could do it. But you're going to be miserable in the process, man. And for me, you know, some people, some people are just, I guess driven by money or motivated by money, or at least they haven't found what they're truly motivated by. And so they, they act like that. It's Cause I met people like that, right? I met people that you just felt like, you know, money was the only thing that they really cared about for me though, man. Like I'm not saying that I don't care about money cause I don't want to get that message wrong either because money's important, bro. It's super important. Money's ultra important. Money is a great tool to accomplish all the things you need to accomplish in this life with making impact. You make more impact and reach more people, whatever it is that you're trying to do. I think money's a great tool for that. But man, if it's just about the money, you're going to be miserable inside, man. And and I, I can't say, stress that enough. I was. It looked from the outside looking in like I was on top of the world, but I was literally miserable inside because I didn't have, there wasn't a, 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 enough meaning and purpose attached to what I was doing. And quite frankly, my passion for the podcast agency, I was passionate about it for a little bit, but it died. It wasn't really like a true thing that just lit me up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and I think... I resonate a lot with that because I think you and I have some similarities in that with trying to do more agency type things, but also public speaking and also coaching and being pulled different ways. And for me personally, and I think similarly for you is that impact that you have on someone else, like when you're in a coaching environment or when you're in a speaking environment, that really leaves you fulfilled, you know? And I think we all have that at least a little bit, you know, I heard a, I got to talk with Jelly Roll. You know Jelly Roll, the country music star? Yeah. So I got to talk with him this summer when he was here at Boise. And he said something kind of along these lines of like, at first our passions are for us, but then we realize later in life that our passions are for other people and the people that like were us, like that are in the situation that we were in before. And we start to have impact. And so things just kind of change along the way. But 
Yeah. Thanks for sharing that insight into your story. There's a lot of lives still to be impacted and it's hard to to feel like you're impacting when you're just working on business and money. <laughs> yeah, bro. For real. It, it, you, that's what becomes a focus and you get, you, you lose yourself in the process. You forget why you started in the first place. Yeah. And so it's always that self-awareness, which I'm, I'm learning here too. You know, I need to really implement that more in my life and I know the listeners will as well. But something I wanted to jump into real quick was your story too. We haven't quite covered your story on this episode. We did on a previous episode, but for those who don't know, you know, let them in on your story a little bit, your background of uh, some of the hardships that you experienced and bouncing back from that, you know, you've, you've gone to do all those things since a very hard time in your life. So uh, let us in on that. Right on, man. Grew up in uh, rehabs, detention centers, juveniles, psych wards, group homes, institutions, in and out of those my entire, from nine years old on up was told I was a loser, was never going to amount to anything in life. The school counselors, teachers, all that stuff told me all these things that I wasn't, I was just a fuck up. And my mom was the only person in life really that, uh, you know, told me I could do anything I put my mind to. And that was with me through thick and thin. And she wasn't perfect. Nobody's mom is, uh, you know, she had her own things and she caused, you know, things that traumatized me growing up. But she made, she, she also was a hell of a woman and did a lot of good. And she did the best she could, honestly. Went through all that. And then I graduated to, uh, to jails and prisons and uh, did over five years of my life in prison. When I went back to prison, just 20 days before my twin sons were born, for me, that was like the straw that broke. It wasn't like it was the straw that broke the camel's back. That's when I said, I'm done. I'm moving in a completely different direction in my life. And uh, that's what I did. I started moving in that direction. I wanted to be a good dad. I wanted to be there and be for my kids. I didn't have a dad growing up. So I got out and became an entrepreneur because I couldn't get a job anywhere and struggled for a while. But then I made it and I guess you could call make it or whatever with the underdog empowerment podcast launched that in 2018 still wasn't making money about a year and a half later started making money in 2019 and uh with a podcast production agency and scaled that almost up to seven figures a year and I uh, realized you know that I had uh, gotten to the point where I could really truly dive into what I really want to do what I truly am called to do what I'm doing now which is something that I was putting off because I was like, oh man, I got to do this first. And so the, the podcast agency, and I said it on my podcast years ago and all over social media that that was literally a stepping stone to get to where we're at today. My mission in life is to help men become alpha underdogs, man. And, and, and I do that in a lot of ways. You know, a lot of people in marketing here, I'll, I'll just be honest with you. I'll, I'll tell you all straight up real quick. With uh, marketing, the golden rule in marketing is you, you sell people what they want, then you give them what they want and need because people never buy what they need. You could show them all day long what they need, but people ain't going to buy what they need. They buy what they want. My, my calling is I want to help alpha men become alpha underdogs. And part of becoming an alpha underdog is dealing with that unresolved trauma that a lot of them are running away from like I was. Because here's the deal, man. Even after I got out and became a father and, 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 and got out of prison and stopped doing all the wrong, wrong stuff that I was doing in life. I still wasn't, it still wasn't okay. I literally just switched my whole life. I would do all those crazy things. I put myself in dangerous situations, live on edge, put myself in complete chaos, doing drugs, going to prison, all that stuff. I just switched it to business success, working in the business, grinding, winning success, success, success. And it still wasn't enough. And I was miserable inside because I never felt like I was good enough. Stemming all the way back from my childhood when I didn't feel like I was good enough to be my mom's son. Uh, when she put me in that psych ward the first time when I was nine years old, you know what I'm saying? Like that's some real shit. And so that's my true purpose in calling is helping men going and dealing with all that, you know, even if they weren't in psych wards, like I was like, everybody's got that unresolved trauma from when they were 
when they're young and stuff. And so I just want to help the men that haven't went and, and resolved that get on that, but I can't sell that shit. And so I, <laughs> what I do is I help alpha men become alpha, uh, alpha underdogs, uh, and, and help them build dominant brands. And cause that's what they want, right? They want to grow their brand and their business. And I do that. And I, I sell that and I do give that to them. I help people grow their brands and business, but then I give them what they really need, which is helping them go and do that real inner, that personal work. That's going to give them more growth in every area of life than any business project or business growth could ever do period. Love that. Yeah. Thanks, man. It's interesting how people are, um, that they don't, they want like what's easiest or what they want, what they want. They don't want what's hard and they don't want what maybe they need. Right. I, I've kind of learned that. And you did too. I know as, as a po- podcast agency, you can only do so much, but at the end of the day, those people still have to hit record, right? They still have to do the work on their end, which was very, it's very hard for me anyway, sometimes with uh, people that just, they want what Joe Rogan has, but then they don't put in those steps. You have to like almost manipulate them into like giving them what they want and and then still try to give, you know, your purpose of helping them. <laughs> it really is, man. Dude, talking about that, can we, can we lean into that for, for a quick second? Yeah, go for it. I'm I'm just jamming. I don't have any agenda, any list of questions, nothing. I'm just going for it. <laughs> rocking and rolling, baby. Let's do it. <laughs> Dude, like you were talking about earlier, man, like di- doing something that actually gives you meaning and fulfillment versus just doing something for chasing a check or whatever. That's what the agency had become to me, at least. It was just like it, it, there was no meaning and fulfillment, man. Like I didn't, don't get me wrong, like I, li- I like helping people. Like I liked creating a podcast for you and growing it through ads or getting you booked on show, certain shows or whatever, you know, all the different stuff that we would do to help you uh, grow your influence. Right. That was cool. But there was no really meaning fulfillment to that. Like versus when I, when I sit and I get to, you know, talk with my clients and we're talking about, we start talking about some business problem. Then eventually we, we, it gets down to the personal shit and, and, and I, and all I'm doing is just asking him questions, why he, he believes that way. And, but haven't you done this in the past? And why you believe in that? Until eventually where he realizes, oh shit, this is a lie that I'm telling myself and I don't have to believe that anymore. And now I can get my permission to move past that. When I see that happen, when I see that click happening, when I'm talking to my people, like that's the shit that fires me up, man. Helping people break through their own mental prisons and shit. I love the way you put that. You know, I just had a, uh... Travis Ritchie on the show too, which was awesome. You two have that background of, you know, being in in prison and then coming out and really, really succeeding. And what's interesting is both of you mentioned that we have mental prisons that we're in. So it's like whether someone's in prison or not, we're all kind of in our own mental prisons of limited beliefs. And so being able to break out of those and to be and achieve our full potential that is an awesome thing. And if you're helping people do that, man, then that's, that's freaking awesome. I, I don't know what else to say on it other than it's just, that is a really good purpose to have. And I'm sure you're helping so many people. What would you say to people who are underdogs or feel like underdogs who may, or maybe are in one of those places where they feel hopeless? You've been there where it's dark and you don't even know if there's a next day or what the next day entails. What would you say to someone who's in that position? If you're in that position right now, amazing. That's that's incredible. You should be grateful you're in that position right now. You should be thanking God right now and saying, thank you, God, that I get to go through this right now. 
and learn the lessons that you're teaching me right now. Uh, because guess what? If you feel like you're at the lowest and there's no light in the tunnel, well, then guess what? It can't get any worse, can it? And you're still alive, right? So what the f*** are you complaining about? You know, that's, that's, that's the thing right there that's going to catapult you into the next phase, the next season of growth, the next version of you. And it all starts through that suffering. The suffering is life's greatest gift. And that's where you're going to gain the most powers through your suffering. So be grateful for, for what you're going through right now. Probably ain't the answer you wanted to hear, but that's the realest <laughs> shit right there. Another thing I'd like to say too is uh, if you're in that position and you feel like Fuck, I'm putting in the work and, and nobody's noticing or I'm trying, it's just like it, it, it's, it's not happening. I just want you to, to, to realize that, hey, it's going to take time. Nothing's going to happen overnight. So if it sucks right now, it's probably going to suck for a while before it starts getting better. So get used to it, lean into it, quit running from it, quit running from the pain, lean into it. I'm a big football fan. All right. There's this receiver for at the time of this recording, we're four weeks into the 2023 uh, football season. His name's Puka Nakua. He's a wide receiver for the Rams. He was drafted 177th in the NFL draft, meaning there was 176 people that were selected before this guy. And Puka Nakua, with his cool name that he has, he has, through his first four games, more receptions and more receiving yards than any player in NFL history for the first four games. Totally overlooked, totally underdog. Nobody was thinking was going to do anything. And this guy, 176 people get drafted before him, and this guy has more receptions and more receiving yards than any player that's ever played the, the game of football in the NFL through the first four games. So let that fire you up be like puka nakua and go to work till you become undeniable wow love that yeah again putting in the work and then also gratitude and you mentioned thanking god you know which is kind of a this is a unique twist to a uh, upbeat the podcast you know the first time around i didn't have as much of an idea of what i of what i wanted with the podcast but on this this time around i knew that I wanted to be, I wanted God to be part of the conversation. I wanted faith. I wanted good values. I wanted level-headed people, people that just make sense and get it and go to work. And so you're definitely one of those people, but you mentioned thanking God and praying. And I'm wondering, you know, how big of a role has that been in your personal transformation and in your family's transformation and business transformation while being, you know, maybe a believer isn't as talked about or as popular in our spaces, how has it been, you know, being vocal about those things and staying true to your values? I feel it's my responsibility to, to praise God with the platform that he's given me. You know what I mean? Um, so I'm not going to change that for anyone. And people that don't like that, I, I don't I don't really give a shit. They're not my people anyways. You know what I mean? I'm not sitting here forcing any religion down anybody. So I wouldn't give you're Muslim, uh, Christian, if you're a Mormon, I wouldn't care what, what, what you could be, whatever you you could be an atheist, whatever, whatever it is, you do your thing. That's beautiful thing about America is you got the freedom of choice, right. And, and choose whatever you want to believe in. For me, I believe in God. All right. And, uh, God is the reason why I am still alive. <laughs> And I'm not even saying that. With, I know a lot, a lot of people say it like, dude, I'm not bullshitting. Dude. I've been through more near-death experiences than I can count or even remember. There's been many times where I don't know how the hell I made it through and I don't have an answer other than God. I had woken up to get in a, in a cold shower getting slapped in the face because I overdosed on heroin. And luckily, 
I had a friend there that didn't let me die. That's God. You know what I mean? Um, to me many times like that. So, uh, I'm not going to change that for anybody. I'm not going to force it on anybody's throat, but I'm going to talk about it whenever, whenever I'm asked questions, you know, about my experience. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for sharing that. And, uh, it's, it's really interesting, but I, I love what you said about how that's the beautiful thing about America is we all have the right to, to believe our own things that we want to. And it's definitely not a, a preachy podcast, but as part of sharing our stories, that's a big part of our stories, you know, and a reason that we're able to hang on and keep going, which is a reason why I called this podcast Upbeat is in that dark moment when you don't want to be here anymore, maybe. You know, it's that reminder to to be upbeat, take it one step at a time, make it to the next day, make it to the next thing. And uh, you've had a, a lifetime of, of that and building great successes, which is why I wanted to bring you on here to inspire people and I guess fulfill what we've covered on the podcast is your purpose too, of helping people kind of break through those, those mental prisons that they're in. So anyway, thanks for sharing that, man, and being vulnerable on a, on a podcast. 1000% man. I appreciate you having me on being able to share the message. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I guess just to, to close things out here, is there anything specific that you'd want to share to entrepreneurs, side hustlers, people who are trying to make it to that next step, but they just might feel discouraged, you know, not enough likes on social media, not enough support at home. You and I both have the common uh, thing with not being raised with a father in the home, you know, maybe people who just feel like they don't have that support. Last kind of thoughts and advice for them and then we'll wrap things up. If that's, if that's you, I get it. Dude, I put out content for years before I started getting any traction. All right. You see my content now, you're like, oh, it's easy for him to say because I got over 100,000 followers across all social medias combined or whatnot. I didn't start off with, a, with that. I, dude, it took me years before I started getting any traction. It was like, I felt like I was throwing shit on the wall just to see what would stick for years on end before I started getting any traction with the content game. Same with the business. Same with pretty much everything that, that I have now that's great. It took a while and I sucked badly at first. And that's the thing is you got to lean into lean into it sucking at first. Lean into nobody listening to your stuff at first. Lean into nobody supporting you at first. Like they're not going to support you until you actually start being successful. All right. I've been there. I've done that. And I, and I understand that's okay because guess what? It, it, that's just how the world works. And, and I truly used to believe that people, you know, were doing it just for some haters or whatnot. But I truly believe that's how the world works because if you ever want to become that, get into that position, you have to become the person that can be responsible to to remain in that position, to handle those responsibilities that come with that position uh, of success, if that makes sense. So lean into that of it sucking now and that you get to develop your character and your skills through this process. And if you focus on developing your character and skills, it's good. Over time, you will be, you can become whatever you want to become. You can be forge whatever identity that you want to become. It just takes the work and having that crystal clear vision of where it is that you're going. Well, thank you. And two kind of questions here that kind of came from that real fast. If someone's not clear, what's like something they could do today that's going to help them start unlocking that clarity? Yeah, man. Going inward. Like, dude, you can go listen to all the podcasts and all read all the books and 
stuff like that can help you and, and gives you inspiration. And if it, you act on it and, and it adds value to your life, great. Keep on following that that person, that podcast, that thing, whatever. But not enough people are following themselves. All right. And what I mean by that is most people have to have this phone or some type of distraction around them 24 seven because they can't sit in solitude with their thoughts and emotions because it's too unbearable and too uncomfortable and they run away. And I'm telling you that uncomfortableness of your solitude of sitting with your thoughts and emotions and just sitting with them, journaling on them for days, weeks at a time, that's where you're going to find all your answers to everything in life. I promise you the answers are all within every time. Love that. Love that. And then lastly, what's your next project? What are, what are you building right now? Uh, and what, where can we send the upbeat listeners to support you? Dude, thanks for asking. Um, dude, I'm super clear on, on what I'm doing now. It's literally two different businesses, three different brands, alpha underdog, which is the, the brand that the business that has two, two brands in it, which is alpha dog pound mastermind and alpha dog pound live the events. I create the events, a facilitate a spot, a, a space for people to come together to network, to grow, and to to become alpha underdogs, right? And that's the space that we do with Alpha Dog Pound Live, the events, and then the Alpha Dog Pound Masterminds where I get to pour into the people and help people break through those limiting beliefs and break through the next level to become that alpha underdog, to go face all that shit and build all their fucking dreams, have the, the wildest dreams, all that shit come to fruition be able to help people inside of that so that's alpha dog pound then the other thing is alpha underdog which is the clothing apparel which my man you you got some of the very first drop <laughs> which was awesome appreciate the support um that's just the apparel line for alpha underdogs give them something to represent the identity love it well hey thanks zach for being on upbeat appreciate it hey man appreciate you having me on thank you parker subscribe at parkercane.co 